0: Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, two massage therapists and a microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And I'm super excited about what we got going on today. I got on my motorbike. I left the city. I hit up Hamilton, Stony Creek. Where am I? Tell yeah. me where I am. Here at part of, Stony yeah, Creek. Stony I'm Creek, in, I'm in Stony Creek. I'm hanging out with Earth Kiss the Sky. I'm here with Ashley. Ashley is a clinical herbalist and a certified Nutritional practitioner and Tijen, who is a registered massage therapist and a registered acupuncturist. And these guys do a lot of cool stuff. I've been checking out what they've been doing on Instagram, and I'm here to talk to them about some of the products that Earth Kisses Sky has their cannabis infused stuff. But really, who wants to hear me talk? So I'm going to throw it to these guys and let them introduce themselves.
1: All right, let's talk cannabis. But first, I've introduced myself, Tijen, and uh, Definitely massage therapist for almost two decades here and keeping it spicy and spice things up and introducing the world of cannabis over the past three years. So I'm here to help educate and destigmatize the use of cannabis. So if there's anything that any of you need to know, um, we're definitely here to help.
2: Okay, so my name is Ashley. I'm a holistic nutritionist, clinical herbalist, and I also started to incorporate cannabis into my lifestyle as a part of um, treatment for myself. I actually was diagnosed seven years ago with Lyme disease and found that cannabis was really beneficial for me as far as pain relieving and inflammatory, um, as that those were my main con- uh, symptoms that I would experience. So ever since then, we started to develop our own uh, topical and uh, started using it myself and then friends and family started to enjoy it. And then it just kind of developed and created its own brand.
0: Right on. So let's, let's back this up then. When did you guys come together and then when did you guys decide? Because you guys were making your own product or not cannabis-infused products, but uh, other products prior to. So let's let's go way back to the beginning, if we can. Were you guys Earth Kiss the Sky right from the get-go?
1: Actually, we just had our nine-year anniversary yesterday. Oh, right on. Yeah, so the business was registered nine years ago. Um, Ashley and I are working partners and life partners. So oh. we go way back almost 15 years. And since the very beginning, um, we were always kind of hustling in the market, making beeswax candles, um, topicals and doing anything we can um, to create our own brand but yeah just more recently the cannabis was introduced um, as of three years ago with formulas that we've already had in place we've just simply added cannabis to the products so yeah it does there is a history to Earth Kisses Sky and prior to the nine years it goes back almost two decades of um, just like health and wellness um, helping others setting up practice we have private practice here in stony creek so so it does go far back and i have we've both had mentors in our life lives to kind of coach us and help us and teach us the way and then ashley being in herbal medicine school um, learning how to infuse certain herbs to products was also beneficial so so it's interesting how life can be and all the little pieces and 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 Puzzle pieces that you just put together and all of a sudden you have this product that can help many, many others. So we're in the unregulated market right now currently, not legal.
0: Where did you go to school for that?
1: So I went to school for herbal medicine at the Institute of
2: Traditional Medicine in Toronto on uh, Queen Street. I, it's,
0: I guess that's not a necessary part of creating the products, but it definitely must be a super positive.
2: Um, for me, it is. It's more just because you get to know a little bit more about the plant and the benefits of the plant. So it's not just like I'm taking random herbs and just incorporating them. Um, each plant that we are incorporating into our product has a reason for it. Um, And we're looking for like the the specific benefits that we're using in order to use and to infuse into our cream.
0: Definitely. So that would that would obviously make for a superior product compared Mm -hmm. to someone else that maybe has just Googled some stuff and said, hey, I'm going to I'm going to try this and then Mm -hmm. I'm going to start selling it if if even or just using it for own personal use. Right. Right on. Right on. Yeah. So tell us uh, then. um, Okay. so we got the idea of why this came about. Give us the idea of the growth like how is how has it gone from when you first started with the the products for personal use, and then it becomes family and friends, and then like where where does it where does it go, and how fast does it get there?
1: So currently. Um, we sell to unregulated markets. So we're in the, I don't like saying gray or black market. I just call it unregulated, okay. but basically it's, it's um, the illegal market that we do pop-up cannabis shows. So we don't know the location till the night before. So we set up shop, um, you know, we kind of expose ourselves. And from there we make connections to other unregulated professions. So uh, the dispensaries that have popped up, Hamilton has 79, for example, I'm not sure about Toronto market, but Hamilton alone has 79 unregulated dispensaries. So we'll go bring our samples, and uh, just based on word of mouth, people will order by the case or um, order online. Order online and the individual that know that is walking into these dispensaries understand that the products inside there are unregulated also so yeah it's it's that's that's how it is and and hopefully one day we can get out of our kitchen and not cook from here but find a facility to source out and help us because it does get overwhelming we do try to make Um, products every weekend and before you know it our inventory is back to zero so it is quite a hustle but Mm -hmm. we love what we do and we're super grateful that the product is doing well we have two uh, products to be more specific one for pain and inflammation so it does have cannabis in there but we use different herbs like ginger turmeric cayenne pepper and uh, the other one is our skin product. Great for eczema, psoriasis, acne, or your general uh, beauty moisturizer. Um, so that does well also, which has cannabis, but then different Cal- herbs. Calendula, St. John's wort and plantain. Yeah.
0: Can you give us the, some information as to kind of the chemistry as to the use of cannabis, how it works and why it works?
1: Wow. We can do a whole course on that, and one day when you can have that in your facility, we'd love to be there to teach that. Can you do the quick and dirty, <laughs> like, like for example, without getting too technical? Yeah, here? without
0: getting overly technical. But like, how does how does how does how does CBD work on the body, mm-hmm. basically? And then how is that being used for pain? How is that being used for inflammation? That
1: well, cannabis has actually over a hundred constituents, and the most famous are THC and CBD. That's just the most popular right now, but We're excited for research to find out all the other um, property values, but CBD is non-psychoactive. It's great for pain and inflammation. We have cannabinoids in our body already, which is um, amazing because once you ingest or apply these products, um, the receptors will naturally bind to the cannabinoids already in your body and system. And um, the THC component, That will give you your psychoactive effect, but um, also help with pain and also an anti-inflammatory. So our product is a one-to-one ratio. We have both THC and CBD. That's just from um, the lab tested results, focusing on those two components, but we do use the full spectrum. So we're not sure all the components inside of there, but it Mm -hmm. does get intense. And then um, I think you did the basics. Yeah, that's the basics of it. How it works, um, that's another that's there's a whole science to that, but the basics is the CBD THC component and then the differences between them and um, the anti-inflammatory properties, just like research shows ginger, turmeric, and cayenne pepper to be anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. as a constituent, they have found that with cannabis also. So it's just researching the properties of the plant and putting it on paper. And then doing studies for them. So that's what is exciting is all the research and the funding that's gonna be put on to actually proving how beneficial this plant is. Right
2: on. Right and then on. learning
1: yeah. and discovering new yeah.
2: things that it's great for. Yeah.
0: So who if you had to give the demographic to your your customer base, who would that be?
2: I would say probably <laughs> middle age and up would be our main um, just like I noticed that a lot of people, they're a little nervous of cannabis at first, but I'm noticing like more middle age um, seems to be more comfortable with t- starting with a topical and then kind of going gradually from there. Um, so I noticed that most majority of our clientele is um, older,
0: mm-hmm. but we
2: do have a range like we have younger as well, depending on the parents, if they're OK with applying the topicals to their children as well for like eczema or psoriasis and we have quite a few of those as well but the most who buy
1: I would say would be more Mm middle-aged and females yeah Uh, women middle-aged women 55 plus Um, and there's been studies and research shows based on the Colorado um, legalization in the states that the cannabis user of tomorrow in our sense would be females 45 and over or f- sorry 55 plus and an 80% growth in those 65 and older. Oh, wow. So it's not going to be your typical like stereotypical um you know teenager smoking up in the bathroom or whatever. It's actually a more sophisticated crowd with legalization that's going to be Im- implemented. And um, yeah, you'll see that. And those studies are based on yeah the states uh, California, I believe, and Colorado. Colorado.
0: Do those studies just because it hit me now? I'm just curious if if those studies have any representation of previous cannabis users using products, or are this is this like I've had no experience with cannabis, and and now I'm using these products?
1: No, actually, a lot of, and what you'll see is the demographic of it being much older. Is that generation? <laughs> In the '70s, may have experienced cannabis mm-hmm. back in the day, and then they kind of put it away because it's illegal. They're older; they they're grew not up. getting to eyes, <laughs> yeah. And then now they're like, "Yeah, I used to do that back in the day." And then they introduce where you find the millennials, maybe not so much because they're not really exposed to it or were exposed back in the day, but also for pain, you see the word pain, and yeah, they're gonna. The, they just, they're all over it, right? So there's so, someone they know has it or they experienced it. And they've experienced it, it so.
0: So the, you made a lot of um, reference to unregulated. Is there a regulated side to this?
1: No. Right now, 100% illegal. Illegal right now. Okay,
0: so then there's so then there's nothing, there's no regulation that says, hey, this your products have to have a certain labeling and it has to have.
2: They're coming right now. No, we don't have to really follow those guidelines, but what we're doing is we're actually lining ourselves up so that we are following all the regulations to come so that when legalization hits, we're already set up. We have everything under control, but they do have some regulations that are set out. We have to have a specific label on it. You have to have certain claims on it. It has to be a protective, uh, childproof. Um, what type of claims have to be on it? They have a list of them on the Health Canada site Um, Just like don't use one while pregnant. There's a whole bunch of different ones. So we just have to find one that's most suited to
1: our product and apply that one. There's not many to choose from. but And and also there's going to be THC warning labels Mm -hmm. on um, the products, which can't be larger than your logo. Uh, So there's certain rules um colors right now, yeah colors has to be very very bland really? um, you can't have cartoons or anything on your products and we're just talking about edibles beverages and topical market because it's not regulated and it's not going to be for another year at least but these are things that are speculate like that we're speculating on what right. is going to be needed um, as of October 17th there will be regulated Um, I'm not sure they're not called dispensaries, but there will be regulated stores and there's going to be 40 in um, Ontario. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you'll be able to walk into a store, purchase your flower, we call it, uh, you may know it as bud, um, oils but there will be no topicals, beverages, or edibles yet because it's just hard to figure out how to dose it properly and get that all organized. Uh, Why did
0: I hear that they were looking at the idea... Of of having the LCBO being did I make that up or did I hear that? No, somewhere? You Did heard you guys that. ever hear that? Yeah, we've heard okay. that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it
1: is going to be like the LCBO, not in the LCBO, but a separate right. Because I actually store. heard like
0: way back when that they were actually considering using the LCBO mm-hmm. yeah. locations. So they're
1: going to be calling it the um,
2: Ontario Cannabis Stores. Gotcha. OCS. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. OCS. OCS. Um, so basically, it's going to be like a separate store where someone would go in the way that they kind of explain it. I guess they have design ideas already where you would come in, you'd be like in a lobby and then you'd go into another room in order to purchase your product. And then I guess ask them questions about what they're picking up and whatnot. Yeah. Um,
1: 19 and over. 19 and over. Mm -hmm. Similar to the LCBO. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: So what's the difference then between what, you guys have for your products compared to, say, like what a doctor would prescribe?
1: Well,
2: our product is 100% natural, right? So the body will recognize exactly what it's being used for. Um, there's no um, negative side effects that you're going to be getting from it. You're just going to be getting, you know, from, well, the pain one specifically anti inflammatory benefits, pain relief, um, a warming sensation for like joints. Um, where like a lot of the medications that I was prescribed were, you know, n- nerve damaging or, um, you know, like having issues with liver where i constantly have to go to the doctors to get my liver checked to make sure it's functioning correctly because the medications that they are prescribing. And I'm not just talking about like the ones I ingest. I'm talking about topical ones as well. Um, yeah. Steroids in there. And, steroids. You know, side effects. So Big side effects, so that's why we kind of lean towards and w- as a as us individuals to begin with, we follow a very holistic approach in life, anyways. Right. So like everything natural is very important to us.
1: And so there's a time and place. If you need yeah. to, you know, if you need medical system, it's yeah, we don't bash it at all. Um, you know, it's actually helped save both of our lives at one point or another. So so um, it just helps give people an option instead of just giving. Just taking what the doctor gives them now, they can educate themselves and learn and understand that there are other options they can use to help with inflammation, pain, Mm -hmm. um, skin issues, that they don't always have to go down the one route. So it's safe to try. People can try it out. If it's not for them, it's not for them. But most of the time, for example, something like psoriasis, which we can't make any claims currently because we haven't had anything clinically tested. This is just based on feedback. Is Wow, this I've I've they say I'm getting off my steroid medication because I find this helps and it's working just the same or if not better, so it cuts the inflammation down. So that's just one example.
0: How fast does it act? Like if if uh, if if I've got say localized chronic musculoskeletal discomfort like for example my wife has some products that someone um someone gave to her and she had some localized pain on the bottom of her foot the other day and she applied it and i didn't i fell asleep way before (laughs) to ask um how fast did it kick in i'm just curious how fast does something like that kick in so
2: the feedback that we've been getting on our product is about 10 to 15 minutes when applied
1: And then they'll start to feel a relief. And if if they don't, they can reapply. Um, But yeah, it was just based on feedback. And then
0: typically how long would that that analgesic pain effect, pain reduction effect be around for? It
2: really depends on the individual and like the pain level that they're at and how much pain they can manage, right? Mm -hmm. So like I've heard people say, I applied it once, didn't need to apply it till the next day. And then I've had someone say to me, I've applied it once and then I applied it a couple hours later. So it really just depends on the individual and the area
1: that they're applying it to, right? Oh, right on. So just for an example, based on us two, Ashley lives with chronic pain every day. So she's, you know, applying um, topicals, she's taking CBD Mm -hmm. capsules just to manage pain. And this is an everyday thing for me. Um, I've had to use the pain cream maybe, let's say, three on three occasions myself. I, I'm a massage therapist. I woke up one day. My wrists were hurting. which just doesn't happen often. And I'm like, how am I going to work today? Like, my wrist kills. I applied the um, pain cr- uh, cream onto my wrist, got ready. Fifteen minutes later, I applied it a- again. I applied it three times without even paying attention. I'm massaging, and I realized halfway through my day, Oh shit! My product works. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? And like, she actually came up to me and was like, "It actually it works." actually it works. works. <laughs> like, I felt like those people that when we're at the markets and they're like, put it on, and they come back and they're like, "Wow, your product's amazing! It works." And I'm like, okay, like I never really experienced it for myself. Right, right. So that was my moment where I was she's like, done that a couple of times. Yeah, not just one, three it's occasions. She's like the like, light bulb I yeah. my back. We're yeah. fucking doing something good here. <laughs> like, she's like, "Whoa, it works!"
0: <laughs> oh wow.
1: <laughs> so that's. Just an example based on someone who doesn't have chronic pain all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just a minor pain. So mm-hmm. oh cool,
0: cool. Tell me about some of the the cool things that I've seen you guys doing on Instagram, like the the women in cannabis stuff and these. The, what are they? Conferences or right. seminars? What What are they? Give us give us a lowdown on some of those things.
2: So we are always trying to involve ourselves with any type of conference involving with cannabis or women, just to educate ourselves more. Um, but also get to meet like uh, many others who, you know, that we can learn from one another and support. Um, We hang out with a lot of different uh, cannabis companies as well. And we're just there to support one another and like to educate everybody around us and we just become like a
1: big community. Mm -hmm. And the women in cannabis movement is actually very strong. And, um, It's important to us because we're in a male dominated industry Mm -hmm. Um, being in cannabis. It's a business. It's, I don't even like the word industry because it makes it sound so corporate, but um, it's so male dominated dominant. And when you're at these panels and um, you, you feel the sense of getting pushed away to the side. So it's important to us to step up and be at the table, be at the board meetings, be there and step up. And that's my advice to the women around us in the cannabis space is don't wait to be asked to be on a panel or a board just step up and be there and show up and um, it's important for men to be there too so they can educate themselves and listen to a panel of women and and um, have that respect but yeah you do notice if it's not a if it's not a woman event you'll notice the the panels are majority men and the space is more male dominant you know it's business and it's this and that but cannabis is healing it's it's caring. It's Mother Earth, and um, it's a female plant. It's, it's a female plant, right? Mm-hmm. So, so women are very, in in general, we're the nurturers, we're the caregivers, and that's what wellness is about. So, I think this is um, it's an equal space, but I think women should definitely space uh, step up and and um, be that caregiver and educate and and not to mention women are number one. Um, Consumers in a household—it's it's a study, and they're the purchasers. They're the ones making the decisions um, for their seniors or their children, of medication and what to provide. So, mm-hmm. so women are going to be the consumers. So we need to brand ourselves to women, and and this is all general. But there are s- um, facts that and studies that yeah, this is how it is, and women in cannabis is important to us. So, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, shout out to all our women out there.
0: <laughs> right on, right on. This is going to sound really stupid, but because I'm curious, mm-hmm. because you guys um, are in the cannabis world. Yeah. What do you think of Cheech and Chong? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Like, does yeah. that ruin it for for the cannabis business and this very legitimate stuff that you're doing with your products and your pain products? Like, does the Cheech and Chong wreck it for you? Does the Dazed and Confused wreck it like for Snoop you? Like Snoop Dogg and all that? Yeah.
1: Um no not at all. Not at I think all. um people think that as a stigma like this is but I think they're in the space too. They can use their prop prat- platform to now educate and kind of show like see I told you so. Like there's nothing all that stigma and all that bad stuff that maybe you think and view them as. It's like they're just regular everyday people. There's the two words um medicinal use and therapeutic use. Okay. But I don't like using those two different terms because then you see Oh, well, but Ashley they're meaning the same thing, right? They're the same thing. It's all therapeutic. Th- if Ashley's using it for medicinal purposes, and I'm using it for therapeutic purposes, or Cheech and Chong and Snoop Dogg or whatever, you can't label it as, well, Ashley needs it because she has Lyme disease and she needs to whatever. So she has the right to so use she has it, the right but to the use other it. person doesn't. But right. if I've had a long day and I want to kick back, I don't have kids, but let's say the kids go to bed, yep. I want to kick back, have what people do nowadays, have a glass of wine or a whiskey there's nothing wrong with you know having a smoke or an edible or whatever you want to do to just kick back take the edge off and go to sleep mm-hmm. so so chin Chong snoop dog go for it like they're just there to help educate even more and empower people right so. on because I think the
0: last person that we spoke to I, we brought that up briefly and uh, they had a slightly different tune about it or maybe I'm maybe I should listen to my own podcast a little more <laughs> frequently or maybe that was in my head that they had a, a little bit different of a tune maybe, about it because yeah. they're like you know what that that's kind of like an old school way of thinking about things that kind of comes with, with the whole stigma of, of cannabis use and it's it wasn't in line with what they were doing Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is r- that kind of hinders us in terms of getting our message out in in a, in a super positive way without having this negative knife stabbing, stabbing it in the back. Yeah. yeah, and
1: that's just what I was meaning about this. There's even a stigma between therapeutic, or sorry, the stigma medicinal. between medicinal, medicinal and recreational, right. as if one has a bad rap. Yeah. Like a bad idea that if I'm recreational, then you're, oh, then that you're that stereotypical that yeah needs it. So I really hate labels. I just like to, you yeah. know, keep it all controlled. Cares I don't you know, there are people too. I so. hear you, man. I, so. <laughs> I I agree
0: with you. I I'm a I'm a nightly smoker. Yeah. Um, and I actually have a lot of chronic pain. And it's really one of the only things that allows me to go to sleep. Right. Yeah.
1: And no one can judge you for that. So if someone's going to say, well, Ashley needs it and you you don't show that you have chronic. So, you know, what are you using it? For? So how does it
0: work with a medical doctor then? Because you can get a card mm-hmm. that puts you into that category of, uh, you know, legally it's okay because you're using it for medicinal uses. How does that work? So
2: I actually have mine. Um, I've had it since 2012. And basically, I went to my – you just go to your doctor.
0: Did you bring it up to your doctor your doctor suggested it to you?
2: No, I brought it up to my doctor and at that time, very against it, didn't really have any uh, interest in seeing how it would benefit me in any way. But I was very persistent, so I would actually print it off my own forms and brought them in and showed him where I wanted him to sign Right. because I knew that it was something that I needed to incorporate. And he agreed to doing it, and then uh, I ended up getting my license back, so that would give me my ACMPR. Or, sorry, at the time I had uh, MMAR, which they had to switch over to ACMPR. Tell
0: us what all those note- letters mean.
2: So your MMAR, when I first got my MMAR license, that was... Allowing me to carry it with me, but also grow it okay. and large quantities of it. And because I wasn't a grower at the time, I would designate it to somebody else to grow for me. And that's where I would collect my medication from. And then over a couple of years, things had to shift um, and I had to switch over to ACMPR. So now ACMPR means um, basically it's the exact same thing as your MMAR. Mm-hmm. You can still grow it and you can still uh, carry it with you. Wherever I go. So say I was driving and a cop pulled me over and he said, oh, you have this. As long as I show him my license, then I I would be okay." But someone without that license would probably get fined.
0: Oh, okay. mm-hmm. That's really cool, man.
1: And that's why you can see our plants in the back there, yeah. they're completely legal based on Ashley's license. So technically she could grow 200 plants, but we don't have the space to grow 200 plants. Yeah, you guys need a warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that's something in the future for us as the product line grows and um, getting our, you know, micro processing license. And we know our plants here are organic. Uh, we don't spray pesticides or anything. So we use exactly what you see out there and put it in our product. So we're not getting it off the street. Um, we feed know, them with herbal teas. We feed them herbal teas. <laughs> yeah, nice. They eat like us. Yeah. <laughs> we, they, they, they need lots of carbs right now because they're going to start flowering. So they need to bulk up. <laughs> so yeah, we definitely treat our plants a little differently than what we know of like if we were to just buy it off yeah. the street yeah so. for sure and so like when the plant is
2: completed like we use the entire thing so the st- the root the stem the f- the leaves the flowers so we make teas out of it like yeah. so many different you can juice the leaves you don't use. get high we but juice it's high the in fiber mm-hmm.
1: um, high in lots of stuff like vitamins and Right on. I love
0: what I'm hearing, man. You guys do some really cool stuff. It's really interesting. I'm just curious. You don't have to say anything if you don't want Mm -hmm. to. Is there good money in this?
2: Very good. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was very good, if you want very (laughs) good. Yeah. So when I was really sick, I actually had to quit my job. I had no job, so our whole income was all on Mm Tijan, which was a struggle, right? From coming from two incomes to one. Um, So then, when I actually was able to start working and incorporating this. You know, I felt like now I'm contributing and now we
1: actually are like, okay. Yeah, the, cream, the yeah. creams are like a nice passive income for yeah. us, you know, without having to work nine to five or struggling. So right, right. it's definitely, uh, it's a great business. We didn't get into it for the money. Of Obviously, it was for um, yeah. Ashley's personal reason. Mm-hmm and um, the passion and care that we have. We're not salespeople. We could actually go door to door even more, but we don't because we were just talking about it today. We need sales reps because we suck at sales. <laughs> yeah, like like Sales
0: is a sack. whole other beast. It's a, it's, I feel like you really have to have is. no soul yeah, <laughs> to be like really good at it. At anyway. trade shows.
2: <laughs> we go to trade shows and people come up to us and they're like, oh, tell us about your product and we'll educate them on it. But then we're like, just try it, walk, walk around, around, come back because we trust it. Like we know it works and we know it helps. So yeah. we trust the fact that
1: I don't. You know, I don't like the whole sales thing. So yeah, yeah we could push it back. harder with the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could be definitely raking more, but it's not in our interest. Yeah, per se. Not but about the money. Yeah, it's not. Well, you know definitely. what? That's awesome
0: because uh, a, a really successful, you know, long-standing business. I don't. I don't believe that they start off with mm-hmm. the notion that we need to do this because we're going to make yeah. a killing. It, it comes from a passion, from a drive, yeah. from yeah. the reason why you get up and do what you do in the morning, and that translates to the masses, and then they come to you essentially. Exactly. At least that's that's what I've noticed and I cross my fingers on it and that's yeah. what I go by so
1: and that's that's why I think we feel comfortable aligning ourselves with other women entrepreneurs too because I think our mindset is similar where when we try and um just based on our experience um other men in the industry or space it's money 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 right so it's like let's take this and just change it all up and make all this money. I'm like, that's not our intention or goal. It's, it's, it's the health and wellness side of things. So we really, yeah, the money, we're just going to stick it through. And when the right opportunity comes through, um, yeah, line up with the right people and, and see where it goes from there. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So
0: give us a rundown of the line of products then. Yeah. So tell us what you got.
2: So currently we have, uh, our skin healing and beauty. So that's our, our topical that has the calendula, St. John's wort, and plantain, as well as the full cannabis plant. And then we have the pain and inflammation salve, which is, has your ginger, turmeric, cayenne pepper, but also, of course, your cannabis. And so these are our two most public um, that we share. With trade shows and whatnot. We do also do like bath soaks. So infused bath salts with Himalayan salts and activated charcoal. We make teas, tinctures, tinctures, syrups. Like we have a whole bunch of different things that we create. Uh, But these are just our two products, the topicals that are out in public eye.
0: And uh, so if people want to find your product how would they find you
2: yeah so if they go to our instagram we're the most active on there so it's earth kisses sky and also our website's earthkissessky.com you can find anything on there mm-hmm.
1: right
0: on right on and then i also saw on your website you guys blog you guys blog a lot or uh, so I, d- yeah. I didn't get a chance to check it all out because i had to jump on my bike and come here but yeah
2: i know we kind of so I started blogging a little bit. Lots of recipes. I put like, some recipes up. <laughs> cool. Some vegan recipes, mainly. Right on. Um, health-driven, obviously. I should be doing a little bit more. We're a lot more active on Instagram. Um, but
1: We've yeah. been doing a lot of writing material for other, um, other companies. Publications? Other publications? Yeah, uh, other publications right now, especially in the cannabis space. Cool. So like that's where kinda, can
0: we read your latest stuff, then?
1: Um, it's all in the works right now. There's okay. a company called Alpha coming up. There's mm-hmm. um, We associate with Kandora. Kandora. Mm-hmm. There's another women subscription. Box Club, um, and yeah, there's many, many uh, others. Green so, Relief, yep, yeah. Green wow, Relief with so them that. as well. Yep,
0: yeah. right So, on. is there anything else then that you want uh, all of our listeners, and there should be a lot of you, all of our <laughs> listeners, yeah, there <laughs> to, should be a lot, <laughs> to know about Earth Kisses Sky?
1: No, just we're just happy, friendly people. Out. Follow us on Instagram, Earth Kisses Sky. Message us. Visit us at one of our trade shows. Um, most of them are pop-up so you'll find where the cannabis if you want edibles and all that fun stuff um, just follow us there and you'll know where to find them um, otherwise we do trade shows in health and wellness spaces too so it's not just pop-up we just we do expose ourselves but so far no trouble so we do
2: yeah we do some of the larger larger shows as so well.
1: just support us that's that's what would make us happy and if you have any questions we're also here to help help um, um, educate you on cannabis. So how to take it, proper dosaging, because not a lot of doctors are educated right now. It's all in the works, but we do have a fair bit um, amount of knowledge on um, that. So we're open to share and that is our passion at, and uh, just send us a message and we'll be there to help. Right on. Yeah.
0: Sounds good. I dig it. Thanks for having me out here. Thank you, Mark. I like I like looking at your plants, and I like yeah. the view too.
1: <laughs> Can't go <laughs> awesome. wrong on lake no. on the lake. No, so. not at all.
0: Yeah. Cool, cool. You've been listening to two massage therapists and a microphone. My name is Mark. Stony Creek, Earth kisses sky. Today's a good day. See you guys soon.